I'm Amit Janili and this is Please Tell Me a Story, the storytelling show where things go wrong. We're back for season two. Yay! And this time I'm joined by Felicity Ward. Hello. Nabil Abdul Rashid. <laughs> Helen Bauer. Sup. Megan Jane Crabb. Ta-da. Mark Thomas. Hello. <laughs> each week one of us tells a story then we tell it to each other again and again and again and like things go wrong where Torquay could become Timbuktu Sharon could become Shangela a chicken could become a rubber chicken or as we had last season when my uncle Ezzatollah became Dave <laughs> are we feeling confident? no <laughs> no okay great so Helen you're back from season one yeah. can I just ask you what did you learn um, from the game last time you were here? that men don't listen and neither do I yes <laughs> comedians aren't very clever comedians are very damaged people which is very why very damaged which is why you're back for season two thank you I've got a lot to work through okay it's been through a lot in my life I'm a middle class woman from North East Hampshire it has been very traumatic I'm so sorry Thank you. Sorry for your loss. This week, I'm going to be starting off by telling a story. And if you're listening to the show, you can also watch us by searching Please Tell Me a Story on YouTube. Mark, are you ready to hear my story? Of course I am. Okay. Always. So for the rest of you, I will say, Get out! Do, do we get out? I'm trying to become... <laughs> it's not enough. It's not Brian Blessed enough. Please tell me a story. Hello, listener. It's me, your narrator, back again to keep everything on track. So let's kick off the season with Omid telling his story to Mark. Omid, tell me a story. To sum it up in three words, it's the film Gladiator. Were you in that film? I was in that, yeah. Were you? A lot of people don't know that I was in the film. I've never heard you mention I've it I've milked it for everything it's been worth for the last 23 years. Who was in years. that film with you? Me, Oliver Reed, and um, Oliver Reed, Russell Crowe. <laughs> <laughs> it's a true story. And on my first day on set, I went down to have a look at the sets and when I wasn't filming. And Where was it? This was in Morocco. It's in Morocco. Uh, we were in a place called Ouazarzat, and it was, it was about an hour's drive in one of the oldest villages ever. So I'm seeing the gladiators training and there was a bloke hanging around on set that no one was talking to, this tall, thin German guy. And I said, what do you do? He goes, I do the music for the film. And I said, really? What have you done before? And he said, some German films I've never heard of. I said, have you done anything I've heard of? He goes, <laughs> oh, actually, you might have known this. I did a, a quiz show. I said, what, what was it called? He went, Going for Gold. I said, for Henry Kelly, what did you do the music? And, and the music was, Going for Gold. And I said, did you write that? He goes, yeah. And I thought, this film's going to be shit. <laughs> this is going to be great. This is going to be... I'm thinking of it to this bloke. So it was Hans Zimmer. They're going to have a fight. <laughs> <laughs> like, they looked up at the Emperor Commodus and he went, thumbs up or down. It was all... And I thought, this is going to be terrible. And then he said, why don't we see you out and about? Why don't you come for dinner, darling? I said, to be honest, I'm a bit scared of Oliver Reed. He's a bit of a hellraiser. He goes, is he? And I told him about Oliver Reed you got to be careful around him because you don't know what he's going to do. And he went, okay, fine. So I left it. Next day, I'm going in for my first scene. And the scene in the script is Oliver Reed says, and it punches me in the face and says, you sold me queer giraffes. And him and Ridley Scott say, we've changed it. He's going to grab your balls. Is that all right? And I went, yeah, sure, it's okay. So we sat Mate, down. Mate, that is proper method acting. Yeah, proper method acting. So he sat there and Oliver Reed says, are you a method actor? And I said, yes, without even knowing what method acting was. <laughs> I said, yeah, I thought, just say yeah. And he goes, would you mind if I actually grab you by the balls? I said, sure. 
over the tunic. Because no, I, what I want you to do is lift up your tunic and I put my hand in. So this, the, the, put my hand in, and then we'll do the scene. And I said, I said, really, Scott, he wants to grab me. He goes, is that all right? He goes, no, it's fine, just do it. So we did the rehearsal. Make sure his hands are warm. Yeah, but this is what happens. I come in, so sound effect, lift up the tunic, hand goes in, and he's grabbed my balls. <laughs> we do the scene. So are you ready for a take? We do a take. I say, here we go. Action. I go in, lift up the tunic, hand goes in. <laughs> do the scene. He says, cut. He continues to hold my knackers. Well, I'm just thinking <laughs> this is part of his process. So I say, you... Um, is it sort of like comfort knackers? Yeah, but no, but he just literally his hands around my balls. It's amazing. And cupping. I just, yeah, he's cupping. He's cupping my balls. Thank you. He's cupping my balls. And I, so I'm making conversation. Are you enjoying the hotel? Because yeah, the food's all right, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> it's always a bit chilly. It was a bit... Yeah, and that's it. And they said, let's go for another take. Let's go again. Take two. It goes in. Action. Lift up the tunic. Hand goes in. Do this scene. It says cut. Continues to hold my ball. So with the second take, I'm sat there, just not knowing Did what to say. Did you not think to it, just go, Oliver? Yes. <laughs> we stopped acting now. I know. I should have said, but I was so nervous. It was such a big movie, and I was like a young ethnic minority. Thought, just keep your head down. Oh, do you know what I do though? Is when what? I panic in this situation, I always sweat. <laughs> Yes, sweat. I think my balls were sweating. Then they go for a third take. So here's the third take. All right, action. Lift up the tunic. Hand goes in. <laughs> he does a scene, and in the middle of the scene, he's now moving my balls from side to side. Oh man, does he think they're fidget spinners? Yeah, the fidget spinners. Brilliant. He's moving them from left to right like that. They're so like those, um, you know, those those, those balls, chi, yeah. Tai Chi things. Tai Chi things. Get. That's what those he's literally doing. Thing, yeah. that, literally doing that. So they go cut, and I just go, "Is this a fucking wind up?" <laughs> the whole crew starts laughing, and Ridley Scott comes forward and goes, "Yes, that's a that's a wind up, but we're going to use it because it was so good." And I said, what are, you, what are you doing this? He goes, well, Hans, Zimmer told us you're scared of Oliver Reed. So we thought it'd be funny. Hold <laughs> <laughs> your balls. And how long before? And it took, was an icebreaker. Yeah, it was an icebreaker for the whole thing. They, 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 it had been such a serious shoot and everyone laughed and the things got better, apparently. But it was all Hans Zimmer just told them this bloke's scared of Oliver Reed and this is play a trick on him. And that's it. That's the story. All right, I'll leave it with you. <laughs> Great story. Great story. A round of applause from Mark. Omid's out, and taking his place in the red corner, it's Nabil. This reminds me of that thing they do with boxers head-to-head. So why do you think you're going to win? Mark, please tell me a story. Nabil, this is Omid's story. You may not know this, but Omid was in a film called Gladiator. Oh, yeah, I remember that. He very rarely talks about it. Now, he arrives very nervous. He arrives in a village in Morocco. First day of film. Wait, it was filmed in Morocco? Yes. Who would have thought? I know. <laughs> I know. It's somewhat, I know a perfect somewhat, place that looks like Greece. Somewhat, Morocco. <laughs> somewhat cheating on, the, on it. Yeah. So he was filming it in Morocco and he arrives and they're all, you know, everyone's there on the set and, and people. It's like film activity. Do you know what I mean? Someone's going past with a feather boa and there's dancing girls and then there's, you know, there's people fighting and then someone walk past. And... Sounds a lot like Croydon. Yeah, yeah. In many ways, the back of film lots always look like Croydon. When he goes there, there's one person who sticks out, this tall bloke. He goes up to him and goes, oh, hello, what are you? This Ahmed is, you know, lovely 
friendly homage. Just goes, uh, well, and what do you do then? He said, I am the film uh, musician. Let's call him Johan. And he said, okay, and have you worked on anything? He goes, yes, I've worked on many films, uh, German expressionist films. Uh, and he said, but also to pay the rent, I, I occasionally do game shows. And he said, really? What? He said, I do, I do a lot of the British game shows. Uh, Dusty Bin, I do the Dusty Bin, I do the, the uh, Going for Gold, I do, um, I do the Blankety Blank. And uh, it was me that invented beep, 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 And so he's like, oh, my God, what's the music going to be like? And he said, I'm going to meet Oliver Reed, who I don't know if you know, but was in the film. So I'm going to meet Oliver Reed. And 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 I said, OK, just be careful, because Oliver Reed's got a, he's a real hell racer. The next day, Omid's doing his first scene with uh, Oliver Reed. So the first scene comes along. They say, right, take one. And Omid lifts up his toga. Right, he lifts up his toga and Oliver Reed puts his hand under and just grabs his balls and just takes them and said, you sold me gay giraffes. Okay, cut. The scene's now finished and Oliver Reed just carries on holding Omid's balls. What's an image? Let's go to the end of take two. I said, right, cut, stop, cut, finish, okay. And then... Oliver Reed just stands there, just holding the balls. Just, just, he just stands there cupping, <laughs> right? And then he just starts gently, like, moving them around. <laughs> gently moving them, like rolling them over his palm and back, like it's... What's he giving him a prostate exam? What's that? <laughs> no, mate, that, uh, seriously, I've had a prostate exam and that is nothing like a prostate exam. So he's just rolling the balls there. <laughs> <laughs> and, and suddenly Omid goes, right, is this a fucking wind-up? <laughs> and at that point, Ridley Scott comes, yes, yes, it is. It's, and everyone's laughing on the set. Everyone's <laughs> fucking just, just all the camera operators, everyone's laughing. Ridley Scott said, don't worry, we're just winding you up. It's just to break the ice. It's just Johan said that you were embarrassed and you were a bit intimidated by Oliver Reed. So Mr. had basically said and grasped Omid. And so everyone's laughing. Everyone's everyone's sort of like, and the atmosphere is, Oliver Reed still holds the balls. And eventually he releases uh, Omid's uh, balls from his grip. But Omid said, out of the corner of his eye, he saw Oliver Reed as he turned away go, <laughs> and that is exactly how it goes. It's our first round knockout, and can you believe it? We've barely started the new season, and world famous film composer Hans Zimmer has already become Johan. In comes Helen Bauer. Nabil, please tell me a story. Right, Helen. This is Omid's story as told by Mark, uh-huh. as told by me. Okay. <laughs> right. So I'm not sure if you know this, but a while ago, Omid was in the movie Gladiator. 
No. Yeah, I know. He was playing like a Middle Eastern guy, which was a real stretch, but <laughs> just about made it Wait, work. where was Gladiator set? Isn't it in Rome? Now we're getting to that. It was actually uh, set in Croydon. Croydon? A part of Morocco oh. called Croydon. Shut uh, up. Is oh. that a joke or is that part of the story? I don't know anymore. Oh my God, okay. It was uh, in Morocco. I don't know what part. Okay. But, uh, just, yeah. So he arrives uh, in in uh, Morocco, turns uh. up, and uh, obviously they've got like the people dancing. You know, because you know, that's all they do in, in Morocco. They just, anyway, so. Like belly dancers. I don't know. Just okay. uh, everybody's just going, hey, and then like, there's always people like, you know. Um, okay. Anyway, so he arrives in Morocco and um, he gets to the set and there's people dancing. There's 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 people fighting. There's like you know all the markety looking scenes. It's all the gladiator actors just standing there, all shimmering in oils and shit. You know how they get gay? They have them all glistening because obviously Vaseline protects you from swords. Okay. Anyway, so they they were all glistening and you know the was going on and um. <laughs> I'm going to be honest, I've never seen Gladiator, but I feel like I've seen a trailer and I don't think that's Gladiator. Isn't that the one where they're like, this is Sparta? No, that is 300. Yeah, but like, same difference. No, because okay. that didn't have... Hell, I'm scared, oh, <laughs> I don't think this did either. Okay, <laughs> Helen knows a lot about a film she hasn't seen. Omid meets Hans Zimmer, a.k.a. Johan, and... They're talking and he's like, uh, you have to go and see Oliver Reed, who was also in the film. And Oliver Reed was in Gladiator? Yeah, man. From Oliver? I don't know. Oh, okay. Shit. Oh, <laughs> so Oliver Reed was there and um, he, he, Johan's going to go see Oliver Reed and, and Omid, you know, I don't know why, decides to be careful, be careful, Oliver Reed. You know, he's he's, he's a wind-up, he's a, he's a womanizer, a drinker, he'll do anything to wind yeah. you up, you have to be careful. And Johan, you know... Yeah, I guess takes us on board and, and goes to um, Oliver and, you know, he doesn't see Johan again for a while and uh, they're on set now. Um, Wait, did you say the name Oliver? Reed, yeah, I was on with you. <laughs> Fucking hell, this is so hard. Did no, you, I'm with you, I'm with you. Are you on drugs? I thought you got Ahmed's name wrong, but you were talking about Oliver Reed. Yes. Who, by the way, I think is dead by this point, but carry on. Right. So. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm listening. Doesn't sound like it. Let's fast forward to Oliver Reed playing with Omid's balls. He's doing that with the balls. Okay. Not hard, gently. Yeah, it's all, no, it sounds very tender, it really does. Yeah. And then at this point, timid Omid has had enough. And he says, Is this a fucking wind up? And Ridley Scott says, Yes. <laughs> the whole set breaks out laughing. Oliver's still holding on to his paws, still chuckling. <laughs> and here we are at the end. And the whole time, Oliver's holding his balls until, you know, they finally cut, like, OK, guys, that, that's, you know, now that we've broken the ice, that's what I was meant to do. He lets go of the balls and, you know, everybody resets. And Omid said, just as he thought he was out of sight, he saw Oliver do this. <laughs> oh, gross. That's exactly how it goes. God, I hope that's not true. <laughs> Is that genuinely the story? <laughs> the, oh, my God. Okay. Fuck it. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Nabil exits and we welcome Felicity. 
I wonder how Helen's feeling after that. Right, I'm fucking focused. Ah, oh, good. Okay. And Felicity. I forgot what I'm supposed to be doing in this show. I'm like, oh, that's right, I'm supposed to be remembering something. <laughs> Got it. Helen, please tell me a story. Of course, this is Omid's story, as told by Mark, as told by Nabil, and now as told by me. Okay. Okay, way back when, in the like mid '80s or something, Omid was rude. yeah, like way, 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 way yeah, back when. when like we wouldn't remember because we like, were born in 2002. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. way back when, Omid was cast in Gladiator, and he was like, "Oh my god, this is freaking amazing!" It was filming in Croydon, but not the Croydon you think of, the Croydon in Morocco. Who knew? He arrives in Morocco, and there's <laughs> just people dancing everywhere because apparently that's what they do there. And then he arrives on this film set for Gladiator, and there's people dancing. Not everyone dancing. Some people are fighting and covered in oil, and Omid's obviously. You're like, oh my God, what's happening? There's oil, there's fighting, there's dancing. He's losing his freaking mind. And then... <laughs> this is not the film I thought it was. I know, that's what I was thinking, because I've never seen Gladiator, have you? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, right, is it good? Yeah, yeah I mean, very, it's a Academy Award winning. Oh, good for them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Have you heard of the Oscars? So, uh, yes, I have actually. Quite popular. Yes, Beauty and the Beast won in 1991. Yeah. I know my Oscar facts. Obviously. Beauty and the Beast actually won in 1992. Okay, so Omid meets Johan the composer, but what does he say to him about Oliver Reed? So then he's on set and he's doing, Omid is doing a scene with Oliver Reed and he's just like called him a whore. So it's like just the, the, the vibes are bad. But Oliver doesn't know it, so it's chill. He's called him a what? Um, Cut to the ball grabbing. So they do it once and he holds them, but then the scene gets cut and he's still holding his balls and he's just holding them and cupping them. Oliver Reed. Yeah. He's and holding he, Omid's. Yeah. Nutty to tatties. But like loving it, like really loving Obviously. it. Obviously. He's loving his what? Nutty to tatties. How's Helen going to round off the story? And then Omid's like, WTF? And you know what? I'm going to level with you. I think there was an end to the story and I don't know whether that was it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it feels it feels like something definitely happened. Yeah. I don't know if that is the closure no. that was provided, but I appreciate your version still. Thank you. And that's the whole story. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think it is. Sure. And that's exactly how it went. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, not, no tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. tomatoes? Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. Enter Megan Jane Crabb to hear Felicity retell the tale. Felicity, please tell me a story. Okay, this is Omid's story, who told Mark, who told Nabil, who told Helen, who told me. Wait, so I'm the last one? You're the last one. Amazing. So do not fuck this up for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, I've already ruined it. Okay, so Omid got cast in the movie Gladiator. Never heard of it. Have you? I have. I just wanted to put that in there for Ahmed. Okay, cute. Um, yeah, like stay down. You've had you've had it too good for too long. I get that. <laughs> Let's get to our favourite film composer, the internationally renowned Johan. Because Johan said, "Have you um, been in a scene together with Oliver Reed yet?" And 
Ahmed's like, nah, and he's a whore. He's a drunken, drunken whore, which wow, sounds like Ahmed. something's been changed in the translation, unless Ahmed is actually a very nasty man that we don't know about. Um, and there is something about gay camels, but I cannot remember how that comes into it. All right, something about camels. Maybe he's selling camels? Selling gay camels. Or camels? How would you? I think gamels. Gamels. Okay. Nice. So he's selling gamels in Gladiator? Um, who is selling them? That's a great question. Cool. <laughs> Let's say Omid. That's his character. He is selling gay camels. Right. Yeah? I haven't seen it, so I will take your word. Yeah, Dad Defo happens. Hanji P. Yeah, um, Hanji P. How thing. is Felicity going to handle the ball grabbing? Eventually, the lighting is going for too long. Like, they're changing lights and stuff like that. It's going for so long. This They're not still filming. From day to night with the nuts in the hand. Oh, it's a 15-hour period between takes. <sighs> um, Oliver, obviously, has a very good forearm strength. And, he, and then eventually, Ahmed says, Excuse me, mate. Are you are you taking the piss here? Are you are you having a go? Are you winding me up? And he said, "Yes, I am winding you up because Johan told me that you said that I was a drunken whore, so I grabbed your nuts." The end. Wow. Right? Wow. And now it's time for Megan to retell Omid's story back to him. So Megan, please tell me my story. Omid, this is your story. As told by Mark to Nabil to Helen to Felicity to me. Great. Are you ready? (laughs) I'm really looking forward to this. Once upon a time, you did a film called Gladiator. Good. So so you haven't, that's that's kept. I thought it was going to be Dude, Where's My Car? But that's good. (laughs) We've kept that. That's accurate. Mm. Okay. And on the set, there was a man called Johan, who was in charge of, I want to say costumes, and another person called Oliver Cromwell. So Johan and Oliver Cromwell. Okay. We're on the set with you. Right. And one day, Johan says to you, have you heard that Oliver Cromwell is a, is a dirty sex worker? <laughs> <laughs> and you said, yes, I know that because I've, I've had experiences with him. Wow. So I've had experiences with a dirty sex worker called Oliver Cromwell. I've, I've profited his services. I think that's what you said. Uh, and um, <laughs> I've partaken of his services. Yes, as one does now and okay. then. No shame. All right. We support that here. And then after you'd slagged off Oliver Cromwell for a bit with Johan, you went to go and shoot. It was the morning time. And you were shooting with Oliver Cromwell. Right. He decided as soon as the director said action, to reach out and gently cradle your bollocks. Right, yes. And you, being a polite person, didn't know the etiquette of, of, you know, is this uh, like an acting warm-up? Is this just how it's done in the biz? I don't know that either. So you just let it happen. And for some reason, everyone else left the set and you were just there being gently cradled by Oliver Cromwell. Everyone else is gone and uh, much time passes. You've gone from morning and it's getting dark. The sun is coming down and you're still there in this position. And eventually you say, soz, mate, are you having a laugh? What are we doing here? Right. To which Oliver Cromwell says, 
well, I heard that you've been disclosing my services and my personal business. So this is what you get. And then you, how did it end? Did you cradle his back? No, you tell me, this is about you telling me what happened. (laughs) And then you thought, let's make this reciprocal then. And you reached down and also gently cradled Oliver Cromwell's bollocks and stood there forever. And that's how it ends. So what you're saying is that Oliver Cromwell, after I confronted him, I then grabbed his bollocks. So we were holding each other's bollocks together. In at a the end. standoff. There's a, there's a bollock holding standoff yes. at the end of this story. And it happened forever. So technically it's still happening now. <laughs> Can I just Leisure. check? Is Oliver Cromwell under the table as we speak? Oliver, Oliver Cromwell's been dead for 400 years. <laughs> so... Geez, imagine having your genitals haunted by the Lord Protector of the Commonwealth of England, Scotland and Ireland. Everyone's back together to hear the story from the horse's mouth. Omid, please tell us your story. I've just had the pleasure of Megan um, finishing off by saying that then after Oliver Cromwell was <laughs> was gently <laughs> cupping your balls, you thought, sod this, I'll cup him and we can, we held each other's balls. Uh, forever. I didn't. So, yeah, I don't know where something went wrong. (laughs) I don't remember how you ended it, so it's... Uh, It has to be all Megan. You've got a double cup. (laughs) It's a double cup. It's It's a cup-off. The story was, it's on the film set, Gladiators, and that came back to me as Gladiator. It wasn't Dude, Where's My Car, which is what I was worried about. No, but it was Dude, Where's My Balls. But then he said to me, why don't we see you at dinner at the hotel? I said, I'm quite scared of Oliver Reed because he's a hellraiser. He has a reputation and I don't want to see him before the set. So a then I go raiser. on set. That didn't hellraiser. come to me. Okay. No, yeah. Not I think... a filthy... You got, I, I got okay. filthy <laughs> sex offender. <Yeah. laughs> wow. I, I passed on drunken whore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got whore from what Nabil said, just vibe-wise, and I ran. <laughs> <laughs> the vibe was whore. The vibe I was whore. and womanizer. I said sex worker okay. to be more... You said sex, sex worker. To date. Sex worker. To be more respectful. All right. Oh. <laughs> okay, so no, it wasn't a sex offender. And I'm thinking this is strange, so we go for a third take. Action. Lift up the tunic, hand goes in. And as we're doing the scene, it finishes, and I just go, excuse me, is this a wind-up? And the whole place starts laughing, and it was a wind-up, because the person who had written that jingle was the Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer, who was the number one film yeah, guy, yeah. he had said to everyone, Omid's a bit scared of this German, this, this geeky German bloke, so let's play a trick on that actor who is scared of him. So. It was all to have a laugh. They all had a laugh because the set had been very, very serious, but that got such a big laugh, it changed the whole atmosphere, and that is why the film got an Oscar. Because of my balls. I must ask. Yes, Nabil. Did he sniff his hand out? Uh, he did not. <laughs> and I knew, <laughs> I, forgot I knew that Mark would put that in. That was an embarrassment. I forgot the sniff. I lost it. That's I know. You I dropped the somewhere. sniff. Yeah, but I did oh, get a five-minute explanation of people dancing when you arrived in Croydon slash Morocco. Oh yeah, I forgot. I didn't say where it was filmed. <laughs> I forgot about. The I got told it was people. Croydon slash Morocco. There were people fighting, dancing, people glistening. Don't look at me, I'm, mate. I'm looking at you because you dropped the sniff. You just the you sn- had a perfect. That's that is. I, I thought you put the sniff. Yeah. In. <laughs> 
So the moral of the story is never tell that story first to a jealous comedian who is going to add his own embellishments about Oliver Reed smelling his hand and then licking his fingers as if my balls were a dinner kebab bought outside Lewisham Market. Join us next week where Megan will be in the big blue storytelling chair where she'll give us a tale about a trip to the arcade that takes an intriguing turn. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts to listen ad-free. You can start your free trial now by clicking Try Free at the top of the Please Tell Me A Story show page in the Apple Podcasts app. You've been listening to Omid Jalili, Felicity Ward, Nabil Abdul-Rashid, Mark Thomas, Helen Bauer and Megan Jane Crabb. This is Please Tell Me A Story, narrated by Polly Lloyd. The producers are Michael Dale and Katie Bowden. The assistant producer is Ben Johns. Sound engineering by Josh Gibbs, Gulliver Lawrence Tickle and Jay Beal. Video engineer is James Weller. Video editor is Ryan O'Meara. Production coordinator is Archan Mohile. Marketing coordinator is Emily Webb. Social content by Little Dot Studios. Assistant content producer is Jonathan Imieri. Additional production by Lois Shafia. Original music by Jonathan Rathbone. Executive producers are Chris Skinner, Alex Lawless, and me, Omid Jalili. Goodbye. <laughs> Stop it. Goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Please tell me a story.